Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Oh, yeah, brother. Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Underdogs Podcast brought to you by Bet Online and the Believe Podcast Network. Oh, yeah. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for the pro and college action this season. With a new updated sided interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of the all-amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. And now, the Fantasy Underdogs Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Fantasy Underdogs Podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network and also betonline.ag. I'm one of your hosts, Evan, the great L. Bushman. And besides me, of course, as usual, is Sporty Jordy. Jordan, how's it going? It's going well. I'm kind of in the same position that you are for week seven by weeks where are you? they are not as bad as you. I at least have a chance. Sorry. Um, it's okay. You, I, your whole team, your whole team is out. <laughs> I, you know, I, and I knew it was going to start off in a bad week when like, before we started the show, my keyboard shut down. I had to like re-plug in everything. I'm like, it's the start of the dreaded bipocalypse. Yeah, it's, no, it's, 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 it's really, it's yeah. It's intense. I, I have Dalvin Cook, Josh Allen, Mike Williams, uh, Hyde, DJ Chark, who's on injured reserve anyway, but mm-hmm. my whole bench is bye weeks. My yeah, my whole starting lineup is on a bye, and I and I should have known while drafting, like, hey, look at the bye weeks, you dummy. Look at the bye weeks, you dummy. And all of a sudden, oh yeah, everybody that I have, and I'm like, the thing is that sucks. Is I'm I'm on a, like a pretty hot good hot streak right now, and this is one of the leagues. Yeah, are you five and one? That yeah, that's that's the league I'm in right now. A bunch, of, like, I have a couple of those guys on the bench, but this is another league I'm in where I started off. I started off 0-2, and, and now I'm at 500 now. So I'm like, okay, I'm on a roll, and now everybody's on the bench. I'm like, oh, it's like, what do I do? And, like, I'm at this point where should I just, you know, brave what's coming to me and just take the L this week and, and just not even look at my team, or should I find some kind of way and pray to the fantasy gods that hopefully I can maybe squeeze out a win for this team? I'm not sure. So that's that's one of the topics we'll get into this week. Uh, the Thursday night football game coming up in just about 45 minutes is coming up. The Browns are basically depleted on the offensive yes. side. 
don't know if this game either could be something worth watching or could be just a really terrible game to watch, which usually terrible games are fun to watch sometimes. And then, of course, the uh, the news that is coming out today, we've got tweets all over the place. The rumor mill has heated up yet again for Deshaun Watson, possibly traded to the Miami Dolphins in a possible three-way trade that may send a certain quarterback to a certain city that one of these hosts tonight plays in. And I'm not going to give away the spoilers. It's not me. That's what I'm saying. So let's get into it first. I know. So let's get into it first. It's by apocalypse for a lot of people. Week seven. A lot of people have players on bye week. I have one, two, three, four, five. I've got five of my starters on bye weeks this week. So Jordan, let's go through strategies you know what players to stream this week possibly to, to at least have your team be competitive in the dreaded by apocalypse let's yeah. go through the, let's go to the quarterback position first who do we got some quarterbacks that are maybe still be on the waiver wire that could be possibly a good streamer this week for the dreaded by apocalypse who do you got first so I think a good quarterback to go after that still could potentially be on waivers is Jameis Winston, famous Jameis. He's one of those, you never know what you're going to get with him. You're either going to get a crazy night, five touchdowns, or it's going to be absolutely nothing. But if you have, I know I had friends where both of their quarterbacks were on bye weeks, which that I was like, come on. Like that's the one th- time you like really check the bye week, but Still, if you're in that dreaded situation or if something's going on, I think he's the safest option. Another one, I saw he's available in both my fantasy leagues. Tua, he's coming back. He's, I don't really know what to expect from him healthy-wise. The Dolphins have not been able to do anything, but we still know that he's got something in him. So if you're really in a scary position, that's someone you could get just to fill the spot to get through this week. I had Jalen Hurts available on waivers in my one fantasy league. And I literally picked him up immediately. Cause I was like, how is he still there? I dropped Trey Lance and got him <laughs> instead. So yeah. So that's what we're rolling with. I'm glad that you brought up uh, Jameis. Um, yeah. He definitely he's is famous. famous Jameis. It is a, he is a boomer bust. I mean, he's been getting most of his points within the, the 10 yard line because the saints defense has definitely hooked him up. He's rostered about 24% of fantasy leagues right now. Uh, Started the started the the year off great in that game against Green Bay the Green Bay Packers and has kind of been up and down ever since then. He is going against the Seattle Seahawks this week, who have been giving up more than twenty points per game against fantasy quarterbacks. So he is, yeah, he's definitely somebody I would maybe take a chance on. I was looking at him, and then I was looking at another guy that's going against Tua is Matt Ryan, and luckily one of the leagues I was in, Matt Ryan was still available. I like Matt Ryan's play against Miami this week. Miami's defense is Meshugana. It's basically yeah. Swiss cheese holes galore. I would definitely take a look at Ryan. Uh, he's, he's streamed. He's rostered right now. Um, I believe uh, in fit. He's, he's rostered in fit. Like maybe half, half leagues right now, but at that, 55%. But, you know, he's getting Calvin Ridley back. Kyle Pitts did emerge, you know, last week in London. Hopefully that trend will continue this week. And then he's got Cordell Patterson in the backfield. And then, of course, Mike Mike Davis in the mix. So, you know, take a chance on Matt Ryan. I know Matty Ice isn't liked by a lot of fantasy players because of his poor play and that we all think that maybe Atlanta should move on from Matty Ice. But I'm going to take a chance. 
hopefully Matty Ice has a, one of those good games this week. So I've got Matt Ryan as my quarterback to stream. And then another guy. Now you can shoot this down if you want to, Jordan. Um, Ryan Tannehill. I know he doesn't throw a lot because Derrick Henry is the mountain and they rely on Derrick Henry a lot. But Ryan Tannehill can maybe that be that streamer that could get you over in that top. If you have to stream, maybe he's like a last resort. But I want I want your thoughts. Going against the Chiefs this week, it's a one o'clock game. What do you think about Ryan Tannehill Ryan Tannehill as a streamer this week for quarterback? I I think, like you said, it would have to be a worst case scenario situation. I just don't trust Ryan Tannehill right now. And like, let's put it in perspective. Derrick Henry's number one running back by far. Nick right. Chubb is sitting right under him, not right under him. Nick Chubb is sitting under him at second. Nick Chubb in yards is closer to whoever's sitting at 27th than he is to <laughs> like touching Derrick Henry. So that is how much they are relying on him and kind of pushing it off to him. I just, I don't necessarily trust him. And I'm just so over the Titans. I'm so <laughs> frustrated with them. They're, I swear, they are put on this earth to be a decently average team, like pretty good, but not great. And then they beat the teams that everyone actually cares about. Like and your Buffalo not, Bills? <laughs> like the Buffalo Bills, like the Ravens two years ago in the playoffs. And I, I'm just over them. I, I will never get over when they beat the Ravens in the playoffs and then beating the Bills. Last week, I was like, yeah, no, I officially quit on the Tennessee Titans. But I mean, Ryan Tannehill, solid quarterback on the field, fantasy wise, he's just not great. Yeah, I mean, I, and they're going to be without Taylor Luan too. He had that injured last week. Yeah, that as was well. scary. So he's going to be without him. I would say last, last, last resort, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. All right, let's go. Fair. Let's go, running backs. Um, running backs are just dropping like flies. Either could be injury. Or it could be bye weeks this week. Um, one of the guys I have streaming this week, I've got Ramondre Stevenson from the uh, the New York New England Patriots. I'm sorry, got some touches last week. Had double digit points. Um, he's in that backfield with Damian Harris and also um, Bolden as well. I like Stevenson more than Bolden in that backfield. I think as this is a guy that you can plug in as a one week streamer. Now I think Stevenson has a long term value when it comes to a dynasty team. But if you're maybe take a chance on Stevenson this week, you could probably plug him in as a flex, which I think he's going to do well. Um, another guy I have going, and I hate Thursday night games. I hate them with a passion because... Are you going to say Johnson? Yes. Yes, I picked him up in both leagues. Okay, so I don't feel so bad maybe for yeah. him in this week. But I just, I, I'm a, not a fan of Thursday night games only because that's, if you're, if you're one of your guys or a couple of your guys start off Thursday night really bad, you're going to have a lot of catching up to do on Sunday. But mm -hmm. this is kind of like a do or die for me because I have so many guys on the bye week. I have to, I have to. I was scrounging in the waivers just to be like, you know what? Screw it. I'll just I'll just take him. I even took Devonta Freeman who's who's probably going to get some touches. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's that's how I'm at right now. And I want to no, ask it's you okay. about I did okay. not want Kenneth Gainwell from the Eagles okay. being my RB1. So, I picked up cuz I'm losing. I lost Alvin Cook this week. So I was like, yeah, that's not really fun. So <laughs> I picked up Johnson just because if like you're without your starting quarterback, both of your stud running backs are out. I have a feeling Case Keenum's going to hand the ball off a decent amount. Mm -hmm. This guy's going to get the touches. It's a full PPR league. 
So uh, that was my logic. I literally got him in both fantasy leagues. And I'm sitting at three and three in both fantasy leagues right now. So we'll see. I'm teetering. I'm just, I'm three and three in this league. And these are my starting running backs. You can chuckle and laugh if you want to. (sighs) Here we go. Ramadre Stevenson is my starter. Okay. Devonta Freeman is my starter. (laughs) And at at Flex, I have Mike Davis. Okay, if it makes you feel better, I'm, like, so out of running backs. I have two tight ends playing this week. I have Darren Waller, and they're playing against each other, so it's going to be super great. I have uh, Dallas Goddard in my flex and because I'm out of receivers and running backs, and then I have Darren Waller as my starter, starting tight end. I'm hesitant to maybe plug in Alex Collins. I know he didn't practice today because of his groin injury. Yeah. So it's still kind of up in the air what they're going to do. Of course, Chris Carson is out probably again this week you do have dj dallas but it and i think rashad penny might come back from the ir this week but right now it's their whole backfield just up in the air and yeah and alex collins hasn't been ruled out just yet so it's it's like a game time decision for those guys and right now i have him on the bench and he alex collins did great last week yeah he had a he had a hundred he had a hundred yards and a and a tutty last week so he did pretty good filling in for chris carson so i'm hoping he can be healthy enough, I could plug him in for that later game to either Ramadre Stevenson or maybe Devontae Freeman. But I might just have to take the L this week and just grip I my mean, teeth. are you going up against a team that's like <sighs> solid? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like super solid. Okay. It's okay. Like, no, I am two in my one league. They're literally okay. five and one, and they're completely stacked. So... Yeah, my projection is like my projection right now is a hundred under a hundred points, and they're projected for over one hundred and thirty. Oh, okay, so, all right. Yeah. So it could be a murder. Yeah, it could be a bloodbath. That's okay. All right, <laughs> you know what? You never know. Like That's you true. just need like one or two guys to just do beyond exceptional and have the game of their life, and you're right there in it. That's true. That's a good point. All right, what do we got for wide receivers? Who do you think could be a good wide receiver streamer this week? I don't see. That's where I'm really, really struggling. Let's see who I got. I got lucky. So I still have Tyler Lockett and um, T Higgins in as my receivers. But like I'm losing Mike Williams this week, who I've relied on a lot. You could, if you have him, Robbie Anderson, He's just been like, I keep benching him. I have him in two leagues. He's not getting utilized. So I don't really know what to do. In my other league, I, I had to start Robbie Anderson and then I Boyd, Tyler Boyd on the Bengals. You know, it's Oof. a brutal week. I lost Justin Jefferson, Devontae Parker. He's still slightly questionable, but if you can grab him, that might be a good guy to pick up. I like that. They're going against Atlanta. Atlanta's secondary is very weak. I would I would definitely and plus, you know, listen, I know I know Miami lost to to Jacksonville last week, but Tua looked pretty good. And I know I gave Tua a lot of a lot of shit yeah. on the show, but he looked pretty good. So I would I would I like that. I like taking yeah. Devontae Parker as a streamer. I have I have a couple of guys. One is uh Darnell Mooney from Chicago. Uh, they are going against, of course, Tampa Bay Buccaneers this week, but the Buccaneers' pass defense is riddled with injuries. Uh, Richard Sherman is out with a gro- with a hamstring injury, but even though the Bucs have a solid run defense, they're going to throw the ball probably yeah. a lot. And I, I like Mooney. He's a, he's a reliable number two. Um, he's been putting up good 
decent average points on a weekly basis for for fantasy. So I like Mooney, and you you might you might chastise me for that, but I like Corey Davis from the New York Jets. I actually don't hate that. Okay, I don't hate it because okay. I really like Crowder in fantasy from the Jets. Okay. I like so, Corey Davis because I, I like the matchup between the between the Jets and the Pats because the Jets always give the Patriots trouble. Yes, exactly. No, I literally I'm taking Jets with the points this week. I still think the Patriots are going to win, but that game is going to be close and it's going to come down to the very end. Okay, I like it, especially rookie quarterbacks. You never know what's going to happen. The two what two guys that were picked in the top ten this this year for the draft going against each other. So yeah, it could be a good matchup, or it could be like a shitty, t- terrible, terrible game. But we'll, it's we'll going to either be like seven to three, or it's going to be like kind of exciting and fun to watch. You know, I'm leaning towards fun to watch because okay. even though like I think the Patriots defense is okay, they're they're kind of a solid defense. I just th- when those two teams get together. It's it's always a fun time, and it's like you said, it's two first year quarterbacks going against each other. Hopefully, it's going to be a wild ride, but we'll we'll, we'll see. We'll find out. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the Thursday night football game. We've got the Broncos versus the Browns. The Browns are just depleted all together. Baker Mayfield is out. He's probably going to have to have surgery in the offseason. Non throwing arm. It's going to be on his shoulder. He's going to be out for mm-hmm. this week just for precautionary measures. Case Keenum. Solid backup in the league. Uh, that, that Minnesota Miracles, my fondest memory of him to learn the passes to, to Stefan Diggs. He gets the start tonight against the Broncos. Lots of lots of third stringers filling in. Odell, yeah. I think Odell Beckham is is starting tonight. I think they're just throwing him yeah. in there too. Um Jarvis Landry's playing, which is good. Is he playing? I thought he was out tonight. He is playing. I saw right before we started, they said he was gonna play tonight. So but they're still out with their two stud running backs. They're it's it's their defense is depleted. Like there's so much that they're. How do they're you think struggling. this? How do you, how do you think this injury affects? How do you think this these injuries affects the Browns going forward? Because the Browns are were you know playing competitive football this year in that that division that they're in. But with all these guys out, I mean, it's it's the. Uh, do you maybe look towards the future? Do you think the Browns could stay competitive going forward with all these injuries? I, I'm i very unsure about it right now because, like, if you asked me earlier on, like, when the Ravens started getting super injured, I was like, there's no way they're going to be able to do anything. Um, I basically thought it was the Browns' division to lose at that point. And, but then you see Lamar Jackson literally putting the team on his back and carrying them into these crazy victories and winning games by the skin of their teeth, like, crazy stuff even if baker mayfield comes back now you know i'm not baker mayfield's number one fan or anywhere even close to that really no you know baker mayfield um not on the hype train for like i thought that was your your boy yeah no never um so i still like if baker mayfield comes back even if he's playing great football if he doesn't have his guys i don't think he's the one to be able to get this team to victories, no matter what, with these backup guys, the way Lamar Jackson's doing. And when you're in that division, when the Steelers are like sometimes really great and sometimes really bad, and they're kind of riding this roller coaster, if the Browns like start teetering and the Ravens keep skyrocketing, the AFC being as competitive as it is, they're going to fall off very quickly and they're going to miss the playoffs. However, if they can start getting some guys back, if Baker Mayfield can, 
kind of get it together. And I, I don't want to like roast him. Like he's injured. Like it's not his fault that he's injured, but definitely his fault. It's terrible. It's his fault. Yeah. It's always, yeah everything it's always he Baker's does. Fault. Yeah. It's always Baker's fault. Everything getting, Baker getting does. Injured, he's getting injured on commercial shoots, you know? Yeah. Just, <laughs> stop recording commercials, Baker. Um, but yeah, I just, I'm not super confident for them right now. I don't feel great about it. I I'm there with you as much as the Browns are like that lovable little slow kid in class, you know, that it just gives you hugs all the time. I know that's messed up to say, but, um, <laughs> They just remind me of that little kid that's just he's slower than everybody else and you just yeah. want to give him a hug. I I feel for the Browns. I feel for the Browns fans too because like the Browns they have a great fan base. Yeah, the Dog Pound had yeah. their passionate fan base and they've been waiting for so long for the Browns to to be good and they, and the Browns have been pretty competitive and good the past mm -hmm. couple of years, you know. I just without the supporting cast that Baker's had Browns are maybe maybe in a free fall. I just don't I don't, yeah. I don't see them recovering from this. And like I think Chubb's out multiple weeks, or he might be coming back next week. And Hunt's gonna be out for three weeks. Yeah. So there's your there's your backfield right there. And that's um, like that. We called it the double-headed mo like that. That was lethal. Like that mm -hmm. was such a pivotal part of their offense. And yeah, you have Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr., but <sighs> OBJ isn't OBJ anymore. Like he'll yep. make a big play here and there, but he's not someone you can rely on. And it's just, it feels off. And there's so there's like their O-line, their injuries there, their defense. There's in, like, it's not like it's affecting one certain spot where you can kind of figure out a way to work around it. This whole team is, it reminds me of the 49ers. Basically it's like top to bottom. There's just holes. So I don't know in this competitive, a, a division. I don't know if they're going to be able to make it out, but other than Baker Mayfield, I love the Browns. So I hope they can, <laughs> like, I do like that team. I just don't love him. So I do hope they can figure it out. Who do you like in this game? I mean, it's, it's, it's the backup I, Brown, the backup Browns versus, you know, pretty much the backup Broncos. It's the bad. Yeah. The, it's Thursday I, night football. The brother backups versus the backups. Yeah, and this the spread for this game is literally one point. Like no one yes. knows what's gonna happen. I I was really feeling the Broncos all week when I was hearing about the Browns injuries. For some reason, I still feel like the Browns have a chance of winning just because it is the Broncos. And yes, they started out three and zero, but they were playing three of the worst teams in the NFL right now. So it's not a great judge. Teddy Bridgewater, he's playing right. He's back. I believe he might be. Out, I think Drew Lock is. Drew Lock is in. If Drew Lock is in, I'm taking the Browns. If Teddy Bridgewater is in, I'll take the Broncos. Let me see the injury report on this game. Pull it up real quick. That'll be my deciding factor. You know, and it's so funny how this team, this team has got plenty of talent. They're just one piece away from being like sensational, and that's yes. the quarterback position. And, and all those rumors that were going around this summer, where Aaron Rodgers could be you know, traded to Denver and everybody was getting all like, Oh dude, Aaron Rodgers is coming to, to, to Denver. And then, you know, they would be an automatic Super Bowl contender, but all obviously that didn't work out. Mm -hmm. So I'm now they're just on draft night that they thought they were getting him. And that's why they went with a cornerback. <sighs> Remember because... these these things started because of Adam Schefter, like tweeting out things. And yeah. now I'm, I'm really, uh, can, you know, questioning his credibility right now because of the Gruden report. So, 
Uh, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater is out with foot and a quadricep issue. Oh. So Drew Locke is getting the start tonight. So. Yeah, I'll take the Browns. I feel better about Case Keenum than I do about um, Drew Locke. I'm taking the I'm taking the Browns too. I like Case yeah. Keenum. I do. I do too. Solid guy. I, yeah, if he's got a good, if he's got a good offensive line, which the Browns kind of don't. You know, if they did have a good one, he'd be balling out. But Browns' situation is yeah, scary no, it, right it, now. It's really bad. And I just felt like we were watching that game, even like leading up to last week's game. Like I saw the injury report and there was a chance both uh, Chubb and Kareem Hunt didn't play last week. And then Kareem Hunt got to play and then you see Kareem Hunt go down and then Baker hits his shoulder. And I was just like, this is just a hot freaking mess. Yeah, I was hoping Chubb would start this week, but then they're like, they're saying that he's going to be out another week. I'm like, God, <laughs> my team's just in... <laughs> why? Why? Either injuries or bye weeks affect you know. You. I'm a little mad at you. You didn't wear your Tom Brady shirt this week because I it's I'm waiting for it to come in. It's is ordered. It, is it through Fanatics? Yeah. Sons of bitches. It's taking me a hot minute. Elroy ordered it that night too. All right, that's all. I should have just done like Amazon Prime or something. Yeah, it's all good. I, I had a monster weekend pickups last week. I caught up to you. I know. I didn't do very well. I was having so, a tough week. So happy. <laughs> I know. I need to, And this week is so tough. I know. And that's something that... Every game, it's like a flip of a coin, a basically. Coin. I was looking at the pickups today. I was like, maybe I should do these before the weekend. And I was like, I can't do them tonight. This is so, it's so hard. I feel what like am it's I gonna either... Do? There's no in between. It either feels way too obvious and there's like a powerhouse playing a team that sucks mm -hmm. or it's like either one of these teams could easily win and you can't really make an argument one way or the other. And uh, then it, that scares me too because games that feel like a lock are never always a lock. Like you never know what's going to happen. So I was I looking like at that. Pick every wrong upset. I was looking at that Jets Patriots matchup. I'm like, it looks like a lock on paper. But it's I just not. don't know. I just I no. don't know. I don't know about this. That I, especially because it's divisional. Especially. Yes. And I, I just made, I was like, man, I could do this now, and not have to worry about it this weekend because I'm going out of town. But I looked at him like I'm gonna maybe have to do this Sunday morning on the road. Yeah. Man. <laughs> I'm, I'm traveling back to my house. I'm like, fuck. You oh. know, I, I this is gonna be one where I'm gonna wake up Sunday morning and just like get my gut feelings and see what it tells me and roll with it because you know you can do. You could just wake up on Sunday morning and stand up and then just spin around like five times and then just start picking and see what you pick. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just close my eyes and I'll click a bunch of things and see what happens. Do it randomly. Could work. Honestly, my odds might be better that way. Yeah. They see, there you go. It's good. It's good advice. Yeah. I might do that. I might do that myself and just see how I do. So literally right, maybe I'll start with a quarter and like literally flip a coin. You should, or just see, put like a bunch of pieces of paper in a hat and just pick one. Pick them, yeah. Yeah, pick them like that. A true pick'em's week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the rumor mill. It's believe it or leave it. Tweets galore out today that Deshaun Watson, again, could be traded to the Dolphins, possibly. This week, do we believe it or leave it? Jordan, what do you think? I am leaving it for right now. I just think we're at the point there really wasn't that much news that broke this week. Like there were a lot of injuries, but there weren't any like major headlines. And I feel as though everyone was just getting kind of bored. So they were like, let's push the Deshaun Watson trade narrative 
one more time and just see, just to kind of get the conversation rolling. That's how it felt until I, I just don't feel right about it yet because the Dolphins, it feels like they built this team around Tua. Now that Tua's back, I would be really shocked if they made this trade before really seeing like how he's going to play over the next couple games. It just doesn't feel totally right to me yet, but who knows? I'm just waiting for the day where I wake up and it's like happened and I'm like, holy crap, it's real. I I look at this trade, if it does happen, and I'm going to be like, why now? Because exactly, you know, you're, you're the Dolphins are what one in five now. Like yeah, what's what's Deshaun doing. what's Deshaun Watson really going to do? You, okay, so if you trade him to Miami, two is probably going to go. And this is the rumors that it's involving a three three team trade. And I was wrong about the team that I was te- teasing at the beginning of the show. Tua is would be traded. It's not the Eagles. Yes. Tua would be traded to Washington in a three-team trade. Yes. Crazy stuff. So Wait, I kind of like Tua in Washington, though. I kind of like it, too. But here's the yeah. deal. If, if, Desha- if Deshaun goes over to Miami, you're going to have to take at least a couple weeks for him to get acclimated with the playbook. So then that's going to be either week nine or ten. You have seven seven weeks left. I I just don't know why. If you're gonna if you're Miami, I, I would have done this pre off season or maybe in week three because now you're really you're really into the middle of the season where you you're one of four you're one of five. You could still be five hundred at by the end of the season. Yeah, you could still be competitive. And I I just if if I'm Miami, I'm gonna really look hard and really look long into this. Okay, what's his legal situation? Like, how is he mental mentally right now? Yeah, because like, we still don't really have answer. Once that like finishes up, there's a real chance that he's not allowed to play. Right now, he technically is. There's no real restriction. The league hasn't put any restrictions on him, but right. you don't know how that's going to play out. So you're taking such a big risk with him. Huge risk, and you're giving up a lot. Like I've heard, mm-hmm. it's going to be like two, like two ones, and like two twos, and then they. The, the Texans are asking for Tua in return, too. So, so wait, how does Washington it, get – what would so, Washington well, have to that's, trade? That's one scenario. Okay. That's, there's, like a, there's like a ton of scenarios where they have a three-team trade and then they have a trade straight up where Tua, Tua would go over to Houston and they would give up like one, two twos and two ones or this three-team trade would happen where Tua would go over to Washington. It's like it's bananas about how this trade could happen. But I just – if if they're reporting it correctly, which they're they are they it's like heating up like you know a fire on Tuesday where this deal could be done by the end of the week. Like it could be done by Sunday. Which if it does happen, then Miami's then you have to look at Miami and go, We're now in back to square one mode. Yeah. You know? I, which I just, is I know Eagles Twitter was freaking out about the reports because we have Miami's first round pick and right now we're in line to have a top three pick along right. with two other potential first or one other guaranteed first round and then a potential third first round. So we've been very excited about that. And now everyone was like, well, if Deshaun Watson goes to Miami, our pick, our pick is going to be ruined. And I'm like, 
it's really not because yeah. like you said, it's not like the Dolphins are going to be able to like turn their whole season around. It might fall a little bit, but I still think it's going to be a top 10 pick no matter what, even if like, it's just a weird situation. As long as there isn't talk about him coming to the Eagles anymore. Fine. I just don't want to trade three first rounds for him. I, I, I see. I look at Miami and I, I, I would say give two at least two more years. Yeah. Because I think development, developmentally, he could be he could be that guy that obviously you've tooled your whole offense. That's around. like the first time I've heard you say that. I know. I, you know, and and I say this because the way he now obviously they played Jacksonville last week. The kid's got potential, and when I see a team that gives up on a guy too early, like a lot of people are calling for Trevor Lawrence's head already in Jacksonville, it's like, and we spoke, we talked about this on our last yeah. show, it's like. You're you're giving up on a guy that's being coached by the wrong personnel. Like if you give two of the right personnel. Now now listen, I know Brian Flores is is a god down in Miami, but maybe he's not the guy to coach Tua. And right yeah. now their team is really the offensive line sucks. He's running for his life every single game. If you give him the guys around him, he may be that guy that Miami drafted him to be. Yeah. I just I just I I think this this trade would be stupid for Miami because you're giving up so much to get a guy that could be could be barred from the league next year depending on what the investigation comes out with. Exactly. And like even though the NFL hasn't said, "Hey, you can you can play for as long as you can until something comes out." Like that could come out next year. It could come out next week of of the lawsuits and what's going on with his legal situation. So if I was Miami, I may be saying, "You know what? We're going to wait until after the tail after the season's over to do this, because if you do it now, it's the worst possible thing you can do. Yeah. Worst possible thing. I agree. 100%. I think it just shows it's more people. It's everyone in the league just growing more and more impatient anymore. And they just immediately want talent and no one's willing to take the time and actually build a team that can be a powerhouse for an extended period of time. They're just getting antsy and making all of these big moves and giving up way too much to be good right in the moment. No offense, kind of like your Buccaneers this season, like long-term at what they did this year. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. But like long-term they're in this really tough situation because they signed all of these guys to one year deals. They're not going to be able yep. to pay anyone. And then it's kind of like, well, where do you go from here? And in, I honestly, I defend the Buccaneers because it makes sense. You have Tom Brady. Realistically, he only has a couple years left unless he's actually playing till 50, but <laughs> you build a team to like be good around him until he retires and it's fun and everything's fine. But like long-term it's going to be tough for them. And if the dolphins do this, especially when, your team, it's not like the Dolphins are a quarterback away. Like, there is so much that they have to figure out. And I do love Tua. And I do think Tua could be the guy there. So, I think best case for them is sit back, figure out what Tua needs, and then just build around him. Realistically, it's going to take a season or two to get you guys into a – Last year, they were so close, like a breath away so from the close. playoff. Yeah. Yep. So if you just keep moving in that direction, you're going to get there. So I just want everyone to like take a step back and like breathe and just kind of let everything happen the way it's supposed to. Cause right now everyone's just getting very antsy and very dramatic. And I just think it's going to hurt them worse down the road. I, uh, I thank you for defending the bucket years once more <laughs> because 
you know, it, it's fun. They are fun. Like I can't, you can't knock that. They're a fun. I, team. You know what? I'm okay. I'm, I'm, a, I love the winning, winning this right now because as you say, we don't know how long it's going to last. Cause once yeah. Tom Brady's gone, everybody's gone like, yeah. er, and they're going to be in cap hell. till I don't yes. know. I don't know when. So I, I'm enjoying the, the niceness of, of, of winning team. Right yeah. Now it's no, been, you so- know, I shouldn't, I shouldn't roast them so much because you do deserve it. <laughs> Because I feel like after Tom Brady, it's gonna be it's gonna be bad. For a little bit. It's, it's, yeah. Unless they unless they draft the next Messiah as yeah. at quarterback, it's gonna and, and whatever else, whatever other positions we need to fill too, it's just gonna be like it's gonna be like in the eighties when they were just really bad and yeah. it was just they were really really bad to watch. But hey, what can you do? Uh, before we get on out of here, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, was caught with a hot mic this past. This was the this, best thing that's ever happened to me. This past week against the Chicago Bears, saying uh, he owns them. Um, and then Twitter was Twitter was freaking out. Well, mostly Chicagoans were freaking out about that and uh, woke culture. But um, I thought it was fantastic. Oh, I, I loved thought, everything about it. Oh my god, it was he, it was it was so iconic. He literally in the press conference, he was like, "Yeah, I saw a bunch of Bears fans like flipping me off, and I blacked out." And that's what came out. And I was like, you know what? Fair. Like yeah. they deserve that. And did you see Kyle Brandt on good morning football? No, I didn't No, He is, he is a, like from Chicago. He is a diehard Chicago bears fans. He was like bears fans. He was like, I hate to tell you this. He does own you. He's yes. like 22 and five against the bears. They're like, what? he's like, what do you want from him? Like what, <laughs> like what do you expect him to say? Like he literally owns you. I think he's beaten like, uh, so many different Bears quarterbacks at this point. There was like a list of all it's craziness, but yeah, like Bears fans can be pissed all they want. And I get it. You've had Aaron Rodgers in your division for a very long time. So it's understandable, but at some point you have to be like, yeah, like this is fair because we can't I just, beat him. I just love the approach he has now because yeah. he's now in like full Zen. He's like in Zen mode, but oh, that yeah. kind of like got out of his Zen mode for a little bit, just to give them the, the middle finger. But like, because yeah. we all thought, you know, this off season, he's in Hawaii, he's strumming the ukulele with his actress fiance. After the- that whole, the whole yeah. off season, the drama. Where every second revolved around him. He shows up with a man bun and flip flops to the Packers yep. facility, like nothing ever happened. And then now he's just telling the Bears, just like, look, I'm a bad man. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't flip me off because I'm going to say something. I, I he was on McAfee because on, on Tuesdays they have. I have Aaron Rodgers come on the show every Tuesday and he's like, yeah, the, the blacking out things. I blacked out and I just said it. And I, and after, <clears throat> and McAfee's like, you know what, weren't you, weren't you afraid about your PR people about, you know, what you were saying? He's like, it's like, no, not really. They just kind of mentioned it to me. And I was like, yeah, you know, I said it. And that was that. And like, that's, he went back. He went from like, he went from a Zen like character to poof, middle finger. And then back to like the dude Zen, which is yeah. like, I love it. The man. dude abides. I do, the dude abides. I love it. Man. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. And listen, you can, you can give Aaron Rodgers so much crap about being like a prima Donna about, you know, his time in green Bay. Like he's a bad man, dude. Don't, yes. don't cross him. He's a bad, bad man. So, all right, we're going to get uh, all set for the Thursday night game. Hopefully it's a good one. Kickoffs coming up in the next five, 10, 15 minutes. Jordan, any last words before we get on out of here? No, I switched my pick and our pickums from the Broncos to the Browns once I heard Teddy Bridgewater was out. So right. we're just gonna see what happens. We're gonna we're gonna abide just like the dude. And yes, see how it goes. and okay. we're gonna pray that Johnson has an incredible game. 
I, I'm at this point, if, if I, if I take the L I'm quite all right with that. Yeah, no, that's yeah. fair. I've, I've come to come to terms with that. So, all right. Thanks for listening to the fantasy underdogs podcast. We'll be back with another episode soon for myself and Jordan. We will see you guys on the flippity fantasy side. Yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. I tried to think of something clever. Anyways, we'll see you guys <laughs> later. Make sure to tune in and smash the follow buttons on our social medias, which is the FU dogs pod on both Instagram and Twitter. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube, Twitch, and also on Facebook and uh, Twitter as well. We'll see you guys on the next episode. It's Fantasy Underdogs Podcast. See you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.